0: Time for the partnership between WCCO Radio and the Star Tribune. Apologize to John and DJ for getting to these individuals late. Just more news taking place with the Chauvin trial. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. John and DJ, let's start with this. News coming out in the last 45 minutes that the governor, the lieutenant governor, and health commissioner all were exposed to someone that uh, tested positive And out of an abundance of caution, even though they weren't within six feet, they are quarantined. John, at this point, considering what is taking place, uh, should the governor of the state already have been vaccinated to potentially prevent something like this from taking place?
1: Well, both with the quarantine as well as with him waiting till his turn comes up with the vaccine He's trying to, and I would argue, indeed, setting a good example in terms of the rules as they have been set and the guidelines that the state has proffered for the population to try to have an orderly vaccination process and yet still be able to you know, minimize the number of individuals who get infected. It's a race, of course, between getting these vaccination numbers up and staving off the coronavirus, particularly the variants. So I think that it was appropriate that he put himself into quarantine. And certainly you could make an argument that the governor of the state is an essential worker, if there ever is one, during a pandemic, and that he should indeed get the vaccine. But I think he's really showing Minnesota that uh, that uh, he's trying to lead by example here.
0: Doug, was this decision by the governor to not get the vaccine all about politics feeling yes. like that he was going to get just an enormous amount of pushback if he did jump the line?
2: Yes, I, that, I, that's what I would uh, attribute it to. I guess I disagree a little bit that this is a sensible uh, decision on his part. I, I think clearly uh, he he is essential in his ability to function uh, normally, much less avoid uh, severe illness is of you know significant public importance, and and that it's for him not to have uh, gotten vaccine as soon as it was available, uh, and yeah, it is political. Uh, you know you can say that's setting an example, but it's mostly you know demonstrating virtue.
0: That's it. I'm I'm with you 100. I I think every governor should have been vaccinated. But most of them are, aren't doing it because they're worried about uh, the negative feedback. Let me uh, let me ask you this. I'll start with you, DJ. Should Tim Wall still have his emergency powers?
2: Well, I, you know, I have
0: somewhat uh, divided feelings about that. If uh,
2: there is real emergency action that's necessary, uh, yes. Uh, the explanations that I have heard sound a little bit like. He can't be sure that the legislature will agree with him about every measure he wants to take. And, and, you know, if that's the criteria, then the emergency powers are going to have to be permanent because the legislature is never going to give the governor everything he wants. Exactly. You know, so far yeah. as it is specifically related to, you know, emergency steps that are needed to uh, slow the spread of the virus. Uh, I guess I'm fine with it, but I I certainly think he's reaching the end
1: of uh, reasonable levels of patience with this.
0: John, how about you?
1: It still is an emergency and it's appropriate that he has emergency powers. That being said, it's extraordinarily unfortunate that during an emergency, legislative leaders and the governor couldn't come together to create a construct where He didn't have to continue to exercise those powers, or at least where there was more coalescence in terms of the direction that they wanted to go. But you have a governor who is, you know, you used the phrase, an abundance of caution in terms of him going under quarantine. He certainly has taken that approach to the state of Minnesota and many on the other side of the aisle, especially the leaders in the House and the Senate, want to take it much more in the direction of our neighbors to the south in Iowa and Loosen things up much quicker and much more aggressively, as they have in other southern states like Florida and Texas, as an example, as well. And so, you know, I think that um, there is a way that the leaders of this state could have come together. They didn't, reflective of the times and the politics that we have in this country. So hopefully, these vaccination numbers will continue to quickly rise and will move away from the emergency. And then it is appropriate that he no longer has those powers.
0: Speaking of reflective of the times, uh, Dr. Scott Jensen, former state senator, uh, announcing that he is running to win the Republican nomination, John, and to eventually oppose Tim Walls if he would win the nomination. He's a part of a media tour right now. He was on this show yesterday and was insistent on multiple points here. Uh, never was for a statewide mask mandate and believes about a third of the folks who eventually will be eligible for the vaccine, should not take it. They don't need to. And believes individuals who have had the virus do not need to get the vaccine. So as as an example, he is not going to get the vaccine because he had COVID. How do you think he fits in in the race to win the nomination? And how do those positions fit in? with uh, most Republicans in the state of Minnesota right now?
1: They're more reflective of the activists in the party and those who may determine the nomination and seem to fit in the mainstream of thinking among some Republicans who have pushed aggressively back against Dr. Fauci and some of the CDC medical advice as an example. But the majority of Minnesotans and certainly Americans have a strong degree of trust in Dr. Fauci and the other medical professionals and have given strong approval ratings to President Biden as an example in terms of the way that his administration is handling the pandemic. And so, you know, while it may make him competitive to get the nomination, those are the kinds of positions that not only won't look good to the majority of Minnesotans today, but as we get through this, will look even more discordant. And so, I don't think it's a way in which to win the statehouse for the Republican Party. And it's been quite some time, as we're all aware, since Governor Plenty that the Republicans have done so. You know, they have a perceived more moderate suburban candidate here who theoretically could erode some of the DFL dominance in the metro area. But I don't think positions like that are going to do it.
0: Yeah, D- Doug, I don't know how moderate those positions are. I I know on a number of issues that Scott Jensen has worked in a bipartisan fashion. He makes himself available. He's a good guest on this show. Mm-hmm. But those are very different views than, obviously, Democrats have. How do you think those views play with the Republicans and other potential opponents, including Paul Gazelka, who may jump into this race? You know,
2: well, you know, so, Johnson is a, a complicated figure, as you say, when he first got into the legislature, he certainly seemed to be a kind of a, a problem solver, yes. a moderate Republican who, you know, worked on the insulin, the emergency mm-hmm. uh, insulin legislation and was active on some gun regulation issues uh, for a time and got in trouble with, you know, some of the more conservative Republicans on that. Uh, but on COVID, um, you know, he has certainly taken some positions more aligned with the more militant uh, part of the party. As John says, that's where the action is as far as the, uh, you know, energized part of the uh, nomination battle. Uh, but uh, maybe more problematic uh, in, in a statewide race. You know, he's not going to win by uh, by winning uh dfl votes it's obviously a strategy right. to play to the outstates, uh you know increasingly uh red sectors you know that hasn't worked for republicans statewide in a while but it may be that that you know as as the pandemic runs its course and, and people look back on things uh these issues will play a little bit differently and some of jensen's more moderate uh views can come to the fore uh we'll see he's a He's a unique, uh, a different kind of candidate, not clearly aligned on everything with one faction or the other.
0: I wish I had more time, but because of Chauvin information, we don't have as much today. i got about a couple minutes left here. Doug, I'll start with you. Uh, Declassified intelligence comes out yesterday, showing that once again Vladimir Putin and Russia, along with Iran, uh, tried to influence the last election in favor of, of Donald Trump. Does that... That story should have legs. It should matter a lot. As split as we are, does it last that long in the news cycle?
2: well I, not as long as it uh, it would have i mean it's sort of it, it, shocking but not surprising uh it, it fits into that category because the the impression that this was happening uh has been out there for some time uh the Iranian role which you mentioned uh complicates matters a little bit in that in that the Biden administration was seeking to uh you know restart uh negotiation with Uh, Iran and and kind of improve relations there. This undoubtedly uh, complicates that. Uh, It it probably should get more attention than it uh, than it will. But I do think it's a
0: little bit old news. John,
1: there was an assumption that this was happening because it goes all the way back to the 2016 election as well. And so, you know, all of the evidence by the best intelligence agencies in the world haven't convinced many particularly partisan Republicans that this is the case. I certainly think it was appropriate that they came out with this report. I do think that it should endure in the public's mind as a really key issue, and it certainly will geopolitically as we look at relations between Russia and the United States. It also, unfortunately, may solidify the criticism and the drift of the republican party from the intelligence agencies which is very far removed from their traditional tremendous support of our security services so you know that's an after effect of this which is very unfortunate for the country because we need to rely on those institutions and those individuals to advise us in a very dangerous world
0: excellent info thank you so much guys we'll talk again in that more time next week thank you